A lived-in, colorful universe all centers around one family. And even when things get hard, there's always hope. Background characters and great music abound. And people are rewarded for repeat viewings. This week, we're talking about Bob's Burgers. How Star Wars is it? there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. (laughs) And hello, listeners. Welcome to the show. This is How Star Wars Is It? This is the the only podcast Mm -hmm. where in the universe, but it's also the show where we talk about uh, how Star Wars things are. We rate them on a scale of one to ten. Yes, if you're a new listener, um, you can tune into our recent revisits of different Star Wars movies. Um, because yeah. certainly those movies get a higher score than, say, Tacos, last week's episode. Yes. But um, but this week, we're, we're trying to see how Star Wars, the show Bob's Burgers, is. Yeah, this show has come up several times recently in our discussions of, of various yeah. things. Because of its uh, hope... Uh, Forgive me for the sort of Tumblr word I'm about to use, but because of its hope punk aesthetic, mm. um, which uh, hope punk is sort of the opposite of like the grim, dark, uh, sort of like you know your uh, what do we you know your your dark nights, mm-hmm. your uh, really gritty like uh, sci-fi stuff, your gritty right. like realism stuff, right? Hope punk is like the idea of a universe where everything's going to be okay. Yeah, it has a um, sense of optimism to it in this show. It's not necessarily all good. In fact, like... Uh, no, no, there's always a problem. It is a comedy show, and in comedy, the main character cannot ever win, quote-unquote. Right. <laughs> they can't ever be... Like, yeah, they can't ever... Unless you get to a season finale, you can't really have <laughs> the... Uh, you know, let, now we're all happy and nothing bad's going right. on. And and Bob's Burgers, the core conceit is really like that this is a b- bad restaurant that doesn't do well, <laughs> uh, but like a family that, you know, but loves each other. But its owner and its chef de cuisine, it would seem as though he takes great pride in the product he makes. Right. So I don't even know if it's bad. It, the restaurant building it is, itself is like shabby. Yes, I should say I should say not successful. Yes, as opposed to to bad, because um, by all accounts the food is probably act- is a good. Yeah, or at the very least it's like solid diner food. So this is Bob's Burgers. We've talked about it a lot recently because of Hope Punk, the idea of like optimistic media and how it is like. And how oh, the matter I was me. <laughs> the matter I was me. Your your uh, Linda voice is very good. Um, and oh, we talked about yes, the Ted Lasso right. episode too because it has a similar vibe of like funny characters, not necessarily like a perfect idyllic world where nothing bad happens, but like there is a feeling that like in the end of the day people are good mm-hmm. and even after even when there's fights and arguments and disagreements, like there is going to be a understanding. At by the end of the episode, yeah. you know, uh, and and other than a handful of episodes, which are just um, again not like people are dying, but it's just like bad things happen over and over. Like for the most part, it does have that sort of like message. Uh, the the one that comes to mind, I can't remember the exact tweet, but someone tweeted something like, um, "My therapist. So what's been giving you anxiety recently? Me." So this episode of Bob's Burgers where Bob has to carry his sister-in-law through the snow in a sled and she is just awful to him the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Like there are truly some like anxiety-inducing episodes like the one where he gets glued to the toilet seat. Yes, yes, yes. It's just like, fuck, like all you people are screwing up this guy's life. <laughs> yeah. Well, can anyone make his life easy, please, yeah. for once? Like, he, he <laughs> loves more than anything else. He loves Thanksgiving. And every single Thanksgiving episode, something awful happens. <laughs> there, In fact, I, actually, th- that might have been the tweet. Like, what's been giving you anxiety lately? The Thanksgiving episodes of Bob's Burgers? I just want him <laughs> to have a good day. <laughs> there, when did you... 
Were, were you an early adopter of Bob's Burgers? Well, early ish i think it had been on for a while but not not long like i i think probably whenever it became supremely accessible on like netflix Hulu or whatever or whatever it was, it was on, yeah. i think it was on netflix for a while it was um, i think you're right and, yeah, and this basically was, since then it's been my like falling asleep show this this was a go-to for my girlfriend in college and i my like my mm-hmm. like long-term one um I, 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 me too actually that's funny two like maybe two seasons were out and then like we were watching them as they came yeah. out once on like netflix back then and unfortunately thusly after that breakup, sort of was like, I don't really want to watch Bob's yeah, Burgers anymore like for a while. Yeah, that's funny. And I so had a similar I, thing, and then eventually I was like, that show's too good. And then I got Hulu again, so like, yeah, there was sort of a clean sever. There, I, I've seen probably I want to say like maybe four or five seasons worth, mm-hmm. um, and then have not do not know anything of the last couple seasons and then charlie and i started watching it charlie and i are having a very hard time figuring out what our new show is going to Mm be because we like finished some shows we're bopping around between other shows like there's some like must watch tv that we're sort of watching as it comes out like ted lasso Uh and everything we just started white lotus but that's like you know uh not a on-running concern you want to hear my impression of the song from the white lotus yeah. Other than like the theme melody, which is that like, but the thing that yes. I love doing, because yes. Caitlin and I do that all the time, but the thing I love doing is the other part of that song that gets used in the body of the show a lot too, which is like, the that the 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 melody part you just did. Every time we've watched two episodes so far, but both times Charlie has gone. Which is like the motif in Frozen Two, oh, right? <laughs> and it's like, how they get away with this? <laughs> Who didn't let them? So someone just said, guys, this sounds too much like Frozen Two. We Written can't do it. by, created by Mike White of both the School White Stripes. of Rock. Oh. He was Ned Schneebly and the guy who wrote School of Rock and a contestant on Survivor, which as of, let's see, we're, we're ahead of time a little bit, but this episode ought to come out like a week or two before Survivor season 41 premieres. Whoa. And Mike White got to play on Survivor. Well, as a celebrity-ish person or just as like a dude? Well, I mean, sometimes they'll have someone who has like some amount of notoriety. Like every so often there'll be like... Um, Oh, what's his name? He's a football guy. Can't pull it. Uh, but every so often there will be like John a Matt. professional athlete or someone who like was on The Amazing Race, which Mike White did do The Amazing Race like with his dad, I think. Um, that's kind of that's that's fun that he like was like, yeah, I, I've written some successful movies and TV shows, but also I just want to do this. I wanted to play Survivor TV. for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that'd be such that'd be the perfect in. Right. It's like. Right. If you really wanted to do Survivor of the Amazing Race and you had a modicum of fame, yeah. it'd be the perfect amount. Totally. Because if you were too big, it w- you'd be your agent would be like, you, no, can't. you can't. We're not going right. to let you do Survivor. <laughs> yeah, like, like on uh, just- on Nailed It, Paul Shear came on and he was a contestant because he just like loved the show and like wanted to do it. And and in fact, it looks like this next season is going to have Jack McBrayer doing the same thing. That's so perfect, and that that works too because it's like a comedy. Like you know, right. like it seems like whoever's in charge of booking for that yeah, is yeah. very comedy minded. But like, yeah, if you're just a little bit famous and you wanted to be on Survivor, totally. Survivor would get your like they, your agent would talk to Survivor and they'd be like, yeah, oh, definitely, of course. of course we want him yeah. on, like. It'd be so so. Get a little bit famous, and then you can get on Survivor. Um, we had so anyway. <laughs> anyway, Bob's Burgers. Uh, yeah. So I haven't watched much of the recent stuff, but Charlie I, and I are trying to figure out what show to watch. I kind of want to get back on it because she had never seen any of it. Yeah, I. And would so we love started to at the like beginning. Deliberately sit down and watch it on the television because, like, yeah. I feel like I've seen the first half of every episode, and yeah. I've certainly seen every episode up to a certain point. But there are definitely like two to four seasons recently that I have not seen every episode and I think it would be fun to do that. I, um, I keep doing this thing where there's like shows that I, that I want to watch or that I keep meaning to get to and then I start watching something stupid like Titans on HBO Max uh-huh. that I had no intention of watching. Um, and so like, but now I'm pot committed and I'm like, well, I already right. finished one season. I gotta see what go. Superboy just, just, I just was teased. Like, uh-huh. you know, Michael he, Delaney's. He found his shirt at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he found the shirt that Michael Delaney stole. Uh-huh. Um, 
I hope these are coming out in order for people to understand that <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, it's already out. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, um, I, it is. Um, well, you know what you could do is just wake huh. up like 22 minutes earlier than you normally would and pop one off. While I'm on the exercise bike. Except um, with Hulu and commercials and stuff, it might be a little more than 22. Right. It might be a 30, a 30 but at what? No, it is like, uh, so here, here's, here's my thing with TV, and I probably talked about this on the show before, maybe, but I don't often like watching TV by myself. Ah. I'll occasionally watch a movie by myself, but like I, or YouTube, I don't consider YouTube and like other right. stream, like, uh, you know, digital first, like, like, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Like YouTube, I don't count. There's like a D and D shows. I don't really count depending on what they're on. Like I'll watch those like by myself sometimes, but like if it's like a TV show, I, I sort of feel like I'm wasting my time if I watch it by myself for mm. some reason. And so I and often wait. And when you wait. say watching TV, you mean like kind of sitting down and making the point to watch it. Yes. Right. Like, like I, I, if I'm going to watch TV, I have to be doing something else, which is like why I've been watching Titans recently. Cause I got a game on my switch recently that I can play easily in handheld mode. That's like very fun. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, you know, multitasking, watching it while I'm playing this game, which is basically the only way I watch TV at all. Yeah. Even when I'm with Charlie or whatever, like I'll probably be playing a game while I'm watching, unless it's like something that I want to watch with like full intensity. Like I heard white Lotus was really good. And so I was like, I'm going to actually focus on this, you know, mm-hmm. but it makes it hard for me to watch, like, for some reason, a, a show like Titans feels more uh, manageable because it's like, yeah, it's like 12 episodes per season. There's like two and a half seasons out or whatever, and I can get through that. But then, like, shows like, like, Charlie and I were watching The Simpsons for a while, which is like, was really fun. But also, there's so many episodes yeah. that it feels like... I and, and similarly with Bob's Burgers, it's like Burgers, now, I'm like, to like climbing a mountain. Yeah, and and Bob's Burgers has, doesn't have that as many, but it still has like I think nine seasons now. And I'm yeah, like, it has oh man, am, am I going to watch? <laughs> yeah, am I going to watch a hundred episodes? Yeah, that's a lot. And even though it's like chunk, like bite size, it's short. Right. It feels like I can't get that engine started again, especially if I'm going to start from the beginning, because I'm like, I don't know, that's just so much stuff like that's yeah. so much tv how many but i i think i might try to get charlie and i back watching it again for our little like you know uh eating lunch kind of shows mm-hmm. because it is just a fun show it's, it's a good so show fun. obviously if you're listening to this and you haven't watched bob's burgers we're talking about the show so i mean like there's no reason to like explain to you that like bob's the dad he owns bob's the restaurant dad. linda's the wife you know like uh, yeah. But one of so so there's two things about the show that I'm obsessed with, which I think are probably both very Star Warsy, and I feel as though I um, am obsessed with these details in the same way that I am to Star Wars. One is even though it is an animated show, every like space they inhabit has a realness to it you know like the restaurant one of my favorite details in the restaurant and really all the buildings in their like little street is you see the like exposed conduit on the inside of the wall like on the inside Mm. of the room like attached to the wall where like you know you would have a light switch or a power box like an outlet it's all like standing into the space from the wall as opposed to being like wired into the wall because I'm sure it's old buildings that have been repurposed over time and like I don't know something about exposed conduit is like I always my eye is always drawn to it because it's sort of bad but like they all no one notices no no one no one calls attention to it and it's very similar to Star Wars, you know, like, they even have exposed, like, hoses and pipes on the walls of places like the Homestead or, like, yeah. like Echo Base on Hoth. Like, yeah. those little backgroundy details I love to absorb because they are, um, everything has a gravity to it and a, and a weight to it. Um, and, like, oh, yeah, like, people inhabit the space, whereas... You know, Family Guy or the... Well, Simpsons has a similar vibe, but, like, Family Guy, everything is just sort of fake, and that is the aesthetic. But, like, I was thinking on the way to work today about Bob's Burgers, because I knew we would be talking about it today, and uh, specifically about the visual aesthetic like this, and it led me down the path of... You know the episodes that are sort of, like, skits or, like like vignettes of it they take place in someone's mind like yeah uh, those ones never hit as hard for me 
because they're not real and I know they quote don't count like that's a very Star Wars thing too yeah like this show capitalizes on real and gravity and relationships so that when there are kind of like fake ones I don't know like they're fun but they never like hit so hard for me and then the other piece of it is um the the characters like background characters secondary and tertiary characters are so exciting to me like a greedo or poggle the lesser or the guy the guy who always roller skates by with like the speedo yes. or like marshmallow uh the like drag queen oh yes person. yes yes or um like my maybe my very favorite character on the show is regular size Rudy. Yeah. And it might just be because I feel like him. <laughs> yeah, you're just regular sized. Yeah. Yeah, you're regular sized. And no, Andy I, and Ollie, those two also are favorites oh yeah, of they're mine. <laughs> nonstop funny. The, yes, I think that like this show is like the, when I started watching The Simpsons uh, with Charlie and like, the episodes that Rob recommended, uh-huh. I was like, I was like, oh, this is just a sitcom, but like, the family's animated, right? You know what I mean? And then like, a- as opposed to a Family Guy, where it's like a vehicle for right. jokes they and cutaway do gags. stuff you can only do with animation, right? Which like, I think as The Simpsons went on, like there is, you, you could argue that that became less true, but I think like Bob's Burgers takes on that tradition right. very well of being like. This is a a sitcom about a family, and the only thing that's like it's they're just animated. It's like yeah, they could right. have literally had them all be real people, but like the jokes wouldn't land as well because it's like partly the fact that they're cartoons that makes like you know Kristen Shaw's yeah, voice it's is Louise playing children, yeah, yeah, and Kristen Shaw's voice is Louise is like so perfect, and if you had like an actual child doing it, it wouldn't be as funny, right? But yeah, it's just a it's just a real. Yeah, it's lived in. It's real. It's just animated. It's like they. Yeah. It's like they took some some real place and then sketched over it, or like traced over, it, but then made everybody look f- more funny, right? And more cartoony. Yeah, yeah. And then we're like, now shoot, shoot it. There it is. Here's here's more evidence as to the realness. I googled recently like Bob's Burgers floor plan, and there are hundreds of Google image results of like people who modeled their house and restaurant because like. We see all the spaces, so we know roughly, like they, like the the designers on this show, like have a really keen eye and like clearly keep like a continuity to it. Which again, like that's not necessarily valued in animated shows. Yeah, but like they clearly value it. <laughs> yeah, you know where every like it, it it doesn't feel weird when someone's walking out of a room into another room or like a hallway or the bedrooms right. or anything. Yeah, like because, SpongeBob's yeah. house changes depending on the need of the script right which is also its own thing yeah and and it's funny and good in its own way because i know spongebob's not real right if they tried (laughs) if they tried to make spongebob realistic i'd be like guys yeah come on he lives in a pineapple under the sea yeah spongebob square pants (laughs) like i'm already not gonna like you know my (laughs) suspension of disbelief is gone right okay but yeah like plot lines in the show especially like early seasons involve sort of like mundanity yeah yeah yeah. like like the art walk episode which is like early season one i think where it's just like yeah this is like a beach town that is probably like a vacation town and they would have like shitty shit like an art Mm -hmm. gallery thing (laughs) yeah it is it is like finding the humor and like absurdity of the mundane which is what makes i think what makes the show so charming because it is like it's never something so well rarely is it something so huge or life-threatening or like you know there's not a lot of big drama or reveals it's just like yeah life is uh silly and absurd and like children are silly and absurd and will do silly and absurd things and grown-ups do the same things because they're also were kids at a certain point and like haven't grown up in certain ways did you well you probably didn't but did you ever see hey arnold no, because I didn't have TV. Right. But it, There's it a really had sad... a, a similar kind of gravity yeah. to it. And like the fantasy pieces that would happen would would clearly be kind of positioned in such a way that we know it's fake, that it is right. fantasy. And everything else is just like 
kids doing kid shit in the city. Like, yeah. like the, I think my one of favorite Bob's hand. Burgers episodes are the ones that feel like they're like adventures, almost like Indiana Jones level adventures, but they are in their world. But like the one that always comes to mind and I don't know if it is my capital F favorite, but it might be is the kids rob the train. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's got regular size Rudy in it. And it's one of his like early episodes. So that might be another reason why I like it so much, but like they, they're on that wine train. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Oh yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And like they get off at some point and they have to get back on and, and uh, <laughs> one of my very favorite jokes of any Bob's Burgers, it, once they get back on and they make it just in the nick of time before, like, the babysitter checks on them. And uh, he's played by Michael Showalter, by the way. And oh, he says good. something like, uh, uh, like, they're, like, all out of breath and sweaty or something. And he's like, what are you guys up to? And they're like, nothing. And then he looks at Louise and her shoes are all muddy because she had clearly just been out on outside waiting for the train to turn around. And uh, he goes, why are your shoes all dirty? And she said, because I'm poor. Oh, I'm so poor. <laughs> <laughs> and like the like just <laughs> the the you can tell they give the actors like a little at license. Least, I don't know if this is still true, but I know early episodes, they were all just in the same room and kind right. of riffing with each other. Um, right. Yeah. There, that episode is one of my favorites. Can... And like the one where um, they have to like kind of cut through the wall behind a locker to try to find the ceramics room that got sealed off. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't remember that. That one. might be a newer one, but um, it's another one where it's like sort of an urban legend that they start yeah. to explore or like the, the the taffy factory one is another one that it's kind of I like was gonna the, say the the halloween one that where they go to like the the rich like yes. island place like like or it's like separate from yeah, where they normally get full go size candy bars yeah the full-size bars yeah the uh there's times that i think in the early episodes like i don't know like you said recently if they still do it but like you can sort of hear sometimes genuine laughing reactions from <laughs> other characters like because they're in the same room laughing at each other and like overlaps. and like you know incredible voice acting in this show yes. just like just like so fucking funny nonstop. what what impression did you do oh this was not on this show but earlier you were trying to do a michael j fox oh, impression uh-huh. <laughs> and i was gonna say like i feel like sometimes i can do a decent h john benjamin mm-hmm. but like it's like i i don't know when it's when it's there and when it's not you know like i mm-hmm. can't make it come out it'll just come out sometimes on its own and then i'm like thank god you're here he's also uh hot american summer as which, the can of beans as or the vegetables can of beans. or whatever and Charlie and I watch the Wet Hot American Summer TV show every summer because it's like one of her favorite things. Uh-huh. Um, and it's so it's just so it makes me so, so happy so knowing that that's one of her favorite things because it is it is just like undeniably funny. But I feel like it's probably a very small subset of people who actually think that's true. <laughs> well, it is it is so f- the best part too is that it she had never seen the movie. She mm. just wanted like she had oh, no connection. Funny. She had no connection to it. And she just watched the TV show and thought, and then watched the movie at a later point. Similar to how she loved Cobra Kai, even though she has never seen the Karate Kid in her life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This is such a strange." Right, I haven't seen thing. any of those. Uh, Karate Kid original, pretty good. Uh, Cobra Kai, pretty good. I've I'd been told we have it. to do it for this show. Uh, we should. I mean, maybe when the next season comes out, it's yeah. more timely. But it is a. I'd say it's a fun show. It is a like weird show in that it is like. Uh, a good like sequel series based on an 80s like movie series Um, but like also the karate is pretty good but then also Mm -hmm. it's just like sort of uh, magical realism in the way that there's just karate fights that happen a lot and you're like (laughs) all right, sure yeah like it's one of the only shows where someone could say like a karate riot broke out at a local high school and it's like what um but uh, makes me want to learn how to do karate. So, anyways, Bob's Burgers. Have you seen? Speaking of the Halloween episode where they get full size bars, have you seen the Halloween episode called "The Hauntinging"? And it's where Bob and Linda want to make a haunted house for Louise because she's so hard to scare. I don't know. It's been so long since I it, watched. It's a lot another of them, more I, recent, like okay, back then probably half not. of the current series. It it is um. 
I was Googling the other day, yesterday, like, what are considered, like, the most popular episodes or whatever, and some of them I'm, like, fully on board with, and others I'm like, oh, that feels like saying, um, you know, whatever such and such song by an artist is is the best because it was the most popular or whatever, but um, The Haunting is, like, a truly excellent episode, um, and I don't even want to, like, talk about it because I want you to experience it. <laughs> this, this is really making me want to go back and watch it all again. So it's maybe, another maybe... one of the ones that has, like, a sort of, not necessarily adventure, but, like, it feels like it has, like, epic stakes, but, of course, right. again, like, it's all in their world, so, like, nothing ever gets, like, crazy... Yeah. exciting except i guess the one where like bob and mr fish odor are taken hostage and tied under the dock or whatever like to or drown. the crossover <laughs> or the crossover with archer where yes, i right. don't remember what happens but i do know that that had that that does happen yeah uh yeah i think i might i don't know this makes me want to watch it i might just like not try to watch at the beginning and just like try to figure out when i dropped off uh-huh. so i can just like start back up because it's not like a show that has i mean there's continuity and like characters and like uh, uh recurring jokes and everything but like you know it's not like there's a lot of plot that you have to be like okay so what happened last yeah, season right to catch up you know i could just like similar to this show totally to our show yeah you could just jump in yeah Speaking of regular size Rudy. Yes. (laughs) Have you seen the episode where, gosh, all the ones with him are fun. Have you seen the one where it's his birthday party and they have the bounce house and they push it out into the pond? No, I don't know. Well, so the premise is it's regular size Rudy's birthday party and there's another birthday party at the same like park and they have a bounce house, but Rudy was supposed to also have a bounce house and the bounce house company just thought it was like a double entry mistake. So they only sent one. Um, Mm. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Rudy really wants at his birthday. This is making me feel like such specific feelings. And in fact, you were at this party. Um, He he wants for his birthday to be able to like that. He wants everybody to be able to make their own like like. Uh, plastic spoon puppets and put on a puppet show but like (laughs) Louise his sort of foil is like hell bent on getting on this bounce house even if it means like taking it away from the party where it was meant to be and pushing it out into the pond and raising all sorts of hell um and and like he being like a little nice boy just kind of keeps going like oh okay and then eventually like sort of snaps like all i wanted to do was have a puppet show (laughs) and i was like oh wow i'm feeling so specifically related to this kid (laughs) because like the the year a couple years ago when i wanted to have a birthday party where everyone had to come and play music like in that scene in the movie once (laughs) yeah yeah, and it was basically just you and dave (laughs) yeah who committed to it which i'm thankful for but like and i had to leave early which was a shame because i would love to continue to jam i just like I love that kid and that plot line. I think it's like so funny. And again, it's like that sort of like optimism and mm-hmm. like kind of sensitivity. Like this, the show is very sensitive. Yeah, it is. Which I, I would say, I shall say, st- I don't think that's very Star Wars in a weird way. Like, right. Star Wars is like, it's kind of detached. Uh, it's detached. It's a detached idea of good versus evil. Yes. Right. right? Where, like, this is much more realistic. Where, where like, if like, you're scary looking, you're evil. <laughs> right. And this is more, and, like, Bob's Burgers is more lived in, more realistic of, like, it's just life. And, like, sometimes yeah. things are annoying or bad, but, like, you know, Two things... Two people want up- different things that therefore create a conflict. <laughs> right. And then, like, as opposed to stars, where it's, like, world ending, <laughs> galaxy ending, evil versus good. That's like, a really good point. I, the way that they, I mean, similar, I guess, and that like good will triumph but like in Bob's Burgs it's like well there's not really any evil there's just sometimes people who are yeah have different wants or different opinions right that create a clash right and so yeah I think that like weirdly takes away points because like somehow like Star Wars doesn't feel optimistic to me even though I know it is yeah, like I know it's, it's like about sort of hope or whatever show don't tell thing they sort of just like tell you that there's hope like the spark of a rebellion that will light the fire that burns down it's just like yeah. sort of prose <laughs> it's like yeah it's like the the Jin Urso thing where like every other line she has is like it's hope rebellions are built on hope yeah. and it's like okay I understand 
But like, and I know that one of them military strategy. Yeah, and I know that one of the movies is called The New Hope, and that might be like what like a big part of this. But Mm -hmm. like, it does weirdly, it does like doesn't feel hopeful. It feels like, it feels like oh, there's destiny, I guess, and you kind of can't control destiny. And thankfully, destiny will work out good in the end. But also, it won't because billions of people will die on the way and whole planets will be destroyed. A lot of those movies feel sort of preordained Oedipus. Yes. uh, Odysseus. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not hopeful. It's just like, well, thankfully there's a good person here to balance out the bad person and let's watch him fight. And then in the end, it'll be okay or whatever. Like we see hope affect Star Wars in things like Rogue One or, um, Last Jedi, where the big, big Star Warsy thing inspires hope in others, mm-hmm. you know, like and and like then therefore boys. those people join the fight or whatever. But like, but that's so on the outskirts of it, right? right. That it's never the focus. That it, it like feels Luke like destroying the Death Star wasn't necessarily something that like made people want to like enlist yeah. maybe but i maybe. don't think so <laughs> but if it was we didn't see it right yeah. and then like i i feel <laughs> yeah. like i feel like the sequel trilogy wanted to do something like that because it was about like heroes and it was about like you know never meeting your heroes or what happens right. when you do and so it feels like it wanted to maybe have a conversation that that had something to do with that idea of like regular people being inspired by other heroes and becoming heroes like with like Finn and uh, Rose and such but like it it doesn't ever you know even in last jedi it doesn't all the way get there right mm-hmm. it is as soon as rose becomes part of like the squad she's like i'm part of this like she's part of the a team right. she's like you know no longer just a regular person working on a ship and then all of that of course gets sidelined in in rise of skywalker yeah. to where none of the themes of any of the previous movies matter at all right um so like yeah, it feels like something they wanted to do a little bit, but never got all the way to it. So it's like yeah, there. I feel like there was this thesis statement of hope, especially with Rogue One and like Force Awakens, where they were like, "This is the idea, guys, for these new era era era, uh, era of of Disney Star Wars movies. It's all about hope." And then like they just didn't actually do it all the yeah. way. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's uh, a good point. So minus star wars points for that yeah my my other kind of though like the things i mentioned earlier about like the design and aesthetic of it and like the amount of characters that have names and identities even if they are only in like a second of an episode like that's making this feel like a higher score than the kind of typical default and i don't know a two yeah no for sure do we want to jump into the pit yeah i think last last thing i'll say is i think that there does it does feel like I could see a Star Wars episode of Bob's Burgers and it would be very believable. You know what I mean? Right. In the way like that they do other like sort of lay like on Wars, episodes. Right. Or even like other cartoons like a Star Wars like Phineas and Ferb did it, you right, know, right. and it felt like it, it in place. And even like the Family Guy ones where it's like, you know, parodies of it still makes sense. Like, I feel like I could see a Bob's Burgers. Like, you could put them in the costumes and it would be like, yeah, sure. This is fun. Right. Right. Uh, Wait, that's a fun game. Should we do that real quick? (laughs) Uh, Let's go to the pit and then we can do that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Wee! Woohoo! And we're back. And we're Bob's back? No. Well, we're back. He has Hi, a friends. tattoo on his back. Oh, shoot. I said friends again. Um, Hi, everyone. We're back. Hi, everyone. We're back. Hi, sweeties. So I've got the game this week. Oh, man. The Equestronauts episode. Dan Mintz oh, wrote that. that the guy who plays Tina. And so it's good. like a con, like a convention. That's kind like of Star Wars. A, a pony. A My Little Pony thing. Yeah, right. That one is very good. And it's all about um, merch and like rare merchandise. That's kind of Star Wars. Okay, I've got the game this week. So this is sort of a two-part game. Okay, Mike? Yes. Um, I'm going to... We're going to go back and forth. Uh, and between these two Leons, essentially. Okay, sorry. This is based on 
the burger of the day puns. When we in, were talking about coming up with a game for this, I was like, maybe I'll do like real or fake. Was it on the chalkboard? <laughs> yes, I was going to do real or fake. And then I was like, we've done real or fake so much recently. Uh-huh. We try to mix it up. And so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, we're going to cycle off. I'm going to give you the name of the burger. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me what, Sometimes you know how it has yeah, like a like subtitle. Yeah, like comes with free candy or whatever. Yes, you're going to tell me what that part is. Okay. Conversely, I'll tell you what the comes with <laughs> okay. is. And then you have to try to tell me a joke of what or what you think the name is, if you know it, because uh-huh. you might, or a pun name based off of that little comes with or whatever it is. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So this could be, you know, if Love you get it. it exactly right, that's great. If you don't, it's just you coming up with a pun. All right. Yes, so it's a little yes, bit yes. of these are riddles, but I don't have any correct answers for the, for your made up puns. Yes, of course. All right. So it's not in that way. You'll but determine we'll st- given my answer, whether it is correct capital C or correct lowercase C. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we're going to start easy. Uh, new baconings. Served with bacon or comes with bacon or something. Comes with bacon. You're correct. And that is actually the one from the very first episode. Ah. Uh, all right, moving and on. And then so this she one, changes it to the child molester burger. Yes, comes, comes with candy. Yeah. Um, now, this burger comes with corn salsa. Corn salsa. And I'll also give you a clue that we... It is strangely sort of related to this show... Because of something we've covered before in great detail. Okay, funny, because I was going to say something like, do I make you corny burger? But my guess now actually is the simulation and simulac corn. <laughs> You're close. It's mission a corn plish uh. burger. Because um, that made me think of Mission Impossible. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, Okay, next. Um, I'm mad about saffron. This one made me laugh. What's the pun? I don't know. I think oh, it's a song by. Uh, it's a it's a lyric in a song. Hmm. By mellow mellow yellow by Donovan. It's just a lyric in the song. Okay. So it's a well, reference. Well, so I guess, like not it, a pun. it has saffron on it, but I feel like there's an uh, there's a mad piece <sighs> that I'm not. Well, Mike, you're so close, but you're actually exactly wrong because it's made with no saffron. Because they're <laughs> mad about saffron. Oh, I see. Okay? Come you're on. You're exactly wrong. You're the opposite of what it was. Uh-huh. Okay, this one is good. Comes with poutine fries. Uh, is it something like poutine on the Ritz? It's exactly <laughs> poutine on the Ritz. <laughs> I somehow knew you would get that one. Like, that felt right. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, what about... The Say It Ain't Cilantro Burger. Hmm. Well, knowing this mad about saffron, I might say this one doesn't come with cilantro. You are correct. There's there's an extra part. Do you do you know what it is? Say It Ain't Cilantro. Okay. Um. Uh. It is sage. <laughs> so it doesn't come with cilantro because cilantro is terrible. That's all on the wow. <laughs> the board. Man, some of these I like don't remember seeing. Like I, I do kind of like make a point to like notice the the yeah, exterminator van and the business next door yes. both in the title sequence. I, I, I don't know how many of these are are well like, but yeah, a lot of times they're focused on. They're not. Yeah, they're not like necessarily easy to see either. Yeah, they might be like was, behind Bob. Yes, you know. this was from a list online that like has all of them on like the Bob's Burgers wiki. Sure, but that is funny because some of them it literally says like first word we don't know the last word because uh-huh. you can't see it. So it's like it might be this pun. Um, funny. Okay, so served open faced on a sesame seed bun. Is it open sesame? It is <laughs> the, open the open sesame, sesame burger. burger. <laughs> That's funny. All right, this one I think might be pretty easy. So, the cauliflower's cumin from inside the house burger uh, comes with cauliflower and cumin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just like that one for the joke. Yeah, the that calls is funny. coming from inside the house. I'm like, yeah, that's a good. Uh-huh. I just think it's one of the Halloween episodes, probably. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> what about this one? Comes with four different kinds of cheddar. Um something like four is cheddar than three or like um uh, let me give you a clue it's a song 
You cheddar, you cheddar, you bet. No, I'm... no, 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 no. Oh, I missed what you. Don't you? Oh. oh da, 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 da. Don't you for cheddar about me? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I like that one too. That's funny. Don't you for cheddar about me? That's funny. <laughs> All right, this one might be my favorite. Um, cheeses is born burger. It's from a Christmas episode. Cheeses is born burger. Okay. Cheeses is born. So something about like a young cheese, a new cheese. Um, You're so close. Blue cheese? What was Jesus on the day he was born? What was he? The Messiah. Well, aside from that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what is anything that is cu- that is born the f- like you know when it's little it's, it's a no but uh, baby yeah baby bell no baby it's cheeses is born burger uh-huh. cheeses is there a baby cheese I guess it comes with baby Swiss oh baby Swiss I don't know what that is necessarily um, okay this one. <laughs> the type of Swiss where it doesn't have any holes yet because it hasn't seen any shit yet. Right. It has no. It's not, it hasn't been shot a million times. <laughs> Whoa, what did I just give you? I gave you the cheeses is born. Okay. So what about it comes with wasabi aioli? Um. This is also another song. They do a lot of songs. Hmm. Interesting. Something spicy. I'm gonna say go to the aioli. Go to the aioli. This one's hard to hum because it's just like one note for a long time in the chorus. Like walk this way. So walk this way only. Yeah. Apparently the way they do these is they have a huge list of them and then like every time there's an episode they just like go to the I, I guess the Sherwin or whatever and they're like which ones do you like this today and then you like picks yeah picks that's funny all right I'm sure like it, it, in the way that we kind of have reframed our brains at least to some degree to like think about all other things like as their relation to Star Wars like I'm sure there's people who write for that show who just like will think of something and instead of like tweeting it or whatever they'll be like oh yeah that could be a burger that could be a burger <laughs> there's there's or that so- could be an exterminator there's some they go back to a lot like like charred they use charred a lot for hard they do use charred a lot. Uh, and i think that's not because the writers are finding a way to use the word charred a lot i think it's because bob likes to cook with charred you know what i mean yeah absolutely <laughs> Absolutely, and he also. Like, has, I think that's a character-motivated pun. He loves chard. He loves. He has a lot of weird, fun ingredients that he likes to use. Okay, yeah. this one is called "It Takes Bun to No Bun Burger." How is "no" spelled? Regularly, K N O W. This one's silly. Um, are the buns like flipped over? <laughs> it comes on a fancy bun. <laughs> that's all it says. It's just a fancy <laughs> that's bun. That's hilarious. It's just a fancy bun comes on a fancy bun okay so what about if it comes with pickle slaw um slaw and order <gasps> that's very good but it's the land of the slost burger ah. this one's very good i just want to see if you'll be able to <laughs> get the things on it uh-huh. okay the ruth tomater gins burger i mean it can't come with gin no, but... But it has tomato. Y- yes. And gin... G- this is spice. Oh, ginger. Yeah. Comes with tomato and ginger. Specifically, heirloom, to- heirloom tomatoes? Why is it hair? Heirloom tomatoes and pickled ginger. Oh. I guess because she's old. Or she was old. There's a like bars and restaurants that like make a bunch of these. Yes. Like I think the Fountainhead in yes. uh, like on Montrose. I used to, I went a on a while, couple like uh, a went couple there a couple times because they were uh, like Mondays or something. They'd be they would make a Bob's Burgers one. Yeah. Um, a good date option. Yes. Okay. Speaking of chard, comes with Thousand Island dressing and Swiss chard. 
Is it like the, the like a thousand charred stare? It's exactly the thousand charred <laughs> stare burgers. That's funny because I don't remember that, but like the math worked yeah, in exactly. my joke brain. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay, wait, thousand. Okay, yeah, okay, got it, got it, got it. Uh huh. Um. Okay, this one I think is easy too. Bo- uh, the glazed and infused burger. What do we got in there? Well, um. It has say like it's the 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 the, the burger meat mm-hmm. is infused with say I don't know pepper oil and okay. it's glazed with like a like the buns have like a honey glaze on them. You're clo- you're this is good. <laughs> it's know. bourbon glazed and infused with bacon. Ah, there you go. All right, just a couple more. Just a couple more. Um, because because there I actually have as many of these as there are little explanations underneath because like not all of them come with like a little comes with oh, this. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. So I just took all of them that had them. There you go. Um, okay. So this one, what did I give you? I gave you the name. Okay. Uh, comes with pe- pear and beet relish. And this is a Halloween episode one if that gives you a hint. Oh, pear and beet relish. Pear relish with scare. Beet rhymes with yeet. <laughs> Le- oh, 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 okay. Is it like Night Pear on Elm Beat? It's exactly Night Pear on Elm yes! Beat. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the joke math. Did it again. Yeah, another joke math one. Okay, this is the last one. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you the ingredients again because I think it'll be too easy if I give you the name. Okay. So this one comes with sautéed onions and mango salsa. Mango salsa. And this is another song. Oh, onion and mango, and it's a song. I'd say focus um, more on what's what the onions are than the onions themselves. Sautéed. Mm-hmm. Um, like sautéed onion <laughs> mango. Should I, should I hum that the song? Sautéed onion mango. Have you ever seen... Oh, you're doing the song. Sorry. Yeah. I don't Do know what the verse is. Oh, something like, should I sauté or should I mango? Yep, that's it. You got uh-huh. it. I knew Mike would be good at this game because <laughs> it's mostly puns. Yeah, right. That's Bad the, puns. That's the last one because that's all the Yay. ones that had descriptions. This that's was fun. this has been our uh, burger of the day game. The end. Um, there is a Halloween episode where in like the intro sequence where, you know, you see the, the exterminator van that used to be like, um, only the one name, like, ma- uh, rats all folks. Mm-hmm. And then they started making that different every episode. Um, it goes by and, uh, it's, it's a Halloween episode and, uh, you know, the, the restaurant or the, the building next door comes in and you like get the second to see what that pun is. And then the exterminator van comes in, and like as it does, there's one of those like, ah! like in the in your face on the front of the screen because I bet you they were like, oh yeah, people like lean in to see what that says, <laughs> and it like scares you. <laughs> that's so smart. I think ah! that's really funny. I love that. It's like a it's like a jack o' lantern face or something. Oh, jack o' lanterns are scary. <laughs> they really are. You ever seen a especially pumpkin? when you're not expecting them? Yeah, you ever seen a pumpkin with a face? Shit's Mm-mm. fucked up, dude. <laughs> it's like that's not supposed to have one of those. <laughs> All right, you're a pumpkin. Uh, you know one one how Star Wars is a thing that we basically haven't touched on is music. Yes, bops. And this show has like an iconic instrumental title sequence theme song. Yep, yep. Um, and Gene has his keyboard that Gene is featured and in the like song. And there's like musical episodes or even just episodes where there is a song in them. Right. And it's always fun to stay for the credits to see if there's going to be... If they're like going to repeat it. Or right. Whatever. If there's any new uh, songs or if Linda's going to sing something or... Right. Or if Cindy Lauper does like a cover of her Goonies song, but like tailored to Bob's Burgers in season two, episode one. Whoa. I didn't remember that at all. I gotta go watch... I gotta go... I gotta watch this show again, it's guys. It's when uh, they go to that taffy factory before it gets blown up or whatever, oh, right, right, right. and uh, Teddy tells them like there's treasure there, but then it's actually just a joke. He draws like a butt, like pooping is like the premise. And then like the song is the like Goonies are good enough song. But it's uh, the words are like, 
taffy butt. <laughs> <laughs> There's treasure in that butt. <laughs> do you think like who knew Cindy Lauper where they were like, yeah, we could get her to do this? Is it really uh, Cindy yeah, Lauper? Good question. I don't know. There, she's well, Mike. Fuck. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta um, figure out if it's when music. I sang that. Zoom said, "Are you playing music?" <laughs> Not and like is telling me how to set up like music settings. Are you playing uh, music? So maybe it like recognized the waveform that I was doing as like the Cindy Lauper Bob's Burger song. Have you seen that? There's like a whole record that they release. No, like a vinyl record. You can listen to it on Spotify. It's basically like every song up until you know like the day they wow. released it or whatever. There it was the real uh, the <laughs> the real Cindy Lauper. Yeah, yeah. She she was in this random movie that Charlie and I watched. Man, there's called? another episode in like season one, I think, called Sheesh Cab Bob, um, like shish kebab. But Bob drives a taxi at night to pay for oh, yes. Tina's birthday party or whatever. And like the whole through line is he's like picking up like like trans sex worker oh, drag right. queen type people, which like it's funny how like. A little bit of like the language around early Bob's Burgers episodes like has changed, but like mm-hmm. the general sentiment is never mean spirited, even when it was kind of a little m- more, I suppose, mean spirited. Yeah. Well, um, but anyway, uh, the song that plays during the montage of him driving the cab at the wee hours of the morning is, first of all, sung by John Roberts, who plays Linda. Um, and the like melody is like lifting up the skirt of the night, <laughs> <laughs> which is like a great hilarious line to me. This this show's got music. It does have music. It really does. Yeah, the, the, it is funny how like sort of the, the the tone doesn't really shift necessarily, but like I always forget that the first episode is like cannibal like it's the cannibal, human the human remains like, thing it's like what That's and like kinda... tina talks about her crotch being itchy and they make yeah like, a, like an autistic joke yeah it's just like a little a little and it's weird not, yeah it's not like awful but it is sort of like oh huh yeah is this what they're doing and then like you watch later seasons and it's like oh they 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 got like softer in a weird way it's not like it was ever hard it's just like i don't right. know it's a slight you know, shift the, the show was conceived as like a family of cannibals who run a restaurant really and then that like that kind of fell by the wayside when they kind of made it a bit more real but as like a nod to that initial idea that was the premise of the pilot episode man i'm glad <laughs> they didn't do that because i hate cannibal shows <laughs> i hate okay. i hate cannibal shows how did you feel about nbc's uh hannibal hated it <laughs> no re- legitimately i i find it so disturbing that there's multiple shows that have come out and like like prestige e kind of PTV. oh yeah what's that one on netflix i don't know the name like of the it the santa clarita diet yes yeah, I hate I forgot that that existed. the fact that there are multiple shows that are like, what if cannibals, but we made it like kind of fun and sexy and they're rich. I'm like, what are we, sure. what are we doing guys? Hannibal was the bad guy, right? Yeah, he was yeah, the yeah. bad guy of that movie. He was supposed to be scary and evil, right? Let's not make a fucking show where he's like an anti-hero. Oh God. Well, that's an interesting point you bring up because in Silence of the Lambs, which I presume is what you're saying is that movie, mm-hmm. but of course there was a Hannibal No, I was Lecter talking about prior to uh, Thor with Anthony Hopkins. Uh-huh. He he is certainly not like the hero, but he's also not really the villain. I he's know, sort of I know. just like also part of it. <laughs> but he's supposed to be like, he's supposed to be like, you know, fucked up like it's like this fucked up, yes. it's like there but for the grace of god go i this this yes. man who like gave in to all this these terrible things and eats fava beans or whatever sure. never never seen the movie um that's the biggest crime of all yeah eating fava um, beans and a nice chianti i will say that you know, he says chianti it's so stupid that i know that that's in that movie i've uh-huh. never seen that movie like why do i know that there's no i've yeah, never fucking it seen was it. like my wife but in 1991 <laughs> like everyone was fucking saying that yeah yeah, yeah. Doing the, like, <laughs> and i um, was a baby and i was like this is great yeah right you love the hannibal Lecter yeah. jokes when you were a when newborn. i was actually when i was negative one years old <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um the thing I remember, I don't remember exactly like where I was or all the surrounding circumstances, but I do remember 
saying to myself, I'm going to start watching Bob's Burgers because like it, it hadn't really been around for very long, but like at least a couple seasons were out, I think. And when I started the pilot, it's it's only a matter of time before they do some fun little things where it like zooms in on a bunch of different faces yes. and like zooms back and it's like me, me, me. <laughs> and like and 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 that and also like the overlapping dialogue where like yes. Uh, like when when they do make the like autistic joke about Tina, they like throw toothpicks on the floor and they're like, "How many toothpicks is that?" And she's like, "I don't know, like a hundred And it like pans down and you see there's only three, <laughs> yeah. and you hear Gene go, "No, it's three <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like you do hear like the performers, yes, yeah, like laughing. having fun. It is so fun. I. I that would be, I feel like, such a fun show to be a part of because it does right. feel like they have a very like nice rapport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they could. Yeah. St- yeah, I wonder how often I, if they still do that because that'd be great. And then also the like guest stars. I know that you're probably behind of on, on this character, but um, Jillian Bell plays a limo driver oh. who has been showing up lately, and she's so funny. And their her episodes are all good. And uh, Bill Hader as Mickey, the like criminal, the like bank oh, robber yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. Like I love him. Um, trying to think of other like guest star people, and then of course, like I said earlier, Andy and Ollie, especially in early seasons when they're utilized more, like are so funny. Like they're always holding hands, which is yes. really funny and cute to me. So it looks like that it it was just COVID that made them have to stop recording. Oh, so they in were person. otherwise yeah. like up until meeting. then they were still. Wow. Still meeting in person, which is which is really great. Uh, yeah, the background characters, bonus characters, fun little like, like like you said in the cold open, like rewatches are rewarded by noticing yeah, little details, right. noticing puns. Like the guy on the roller skates who always is saying something in the distance. <laughs> There's just like yeah, so many good gags. And of um, course, Teddy. Teddy. He's basically part of the family. So but funny. Like, he's a great great character. I don't know. Like I feel like it's you know. It's animation, which there's a lot of Star Wars animation. There really is. There is a lot, so it's pretty good. There's a plot. There's not really a hero's journey, necessarily. It's not much more... Not, like, as a series, per se, but there are certainly episodes sure. that have, like, the themes of an adventure movie. And it's not... There is, There is like, as a whole, it is not a plot of, like, we're trying to get from one point A to point B in, like, saving something or completing a right. quest. yeah, not, like, universally. Right, but there is a I'd plot say it's like 50, in general. it's, like, that there are goals or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. Music, yes. Music is good. Sneaking, sneaking around, around. There's plenty of sneaking around. Definitely some sneaking around. Yeah. Plenty of pranks Depending to on pull. the episode. Yeah. You know another funny thing that, like, again, like, rewarded by watching it over and over Linda, like almost any time, if they're in the apartment, if she, if she and Bob are leaving or if she's going somewhere else for any reason, she will almost always say, "Stay out of my room." <laughs> <laughs> and, and I only started really recognizing that lately, but it's always funny. She'll be like, "All right, we'll be back in. Uh, we'll be back after ten. Uh, blah 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 blah. Whatever, whatever. Stay out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of my room. It's so good." She's that, that there's a oh god. It's just funny. And I want to watch it now. So let's yeah, let's yeah. quit doing the show in a little yeah, bit we and then watch quit the show. Doing the well, show. Let, let's let's I mean let's let's a let's get let's start wrapping up cuz I think yeah, we've yeah, talked yeah, yeah. we've hit a lot of points here at the, at the back yeah. end. I feel like it's yeah, I feel like it's going to be a little higher than our normal, but it's like it's definitely not like above that midway point because it's like a funny I agree. It's not above a 5. It's comedy forward, which we've talked before like Star Wars is not. Yes. But not necessarily joke forward. There are jokes in it, especially if it's yeah. someone like a Gene, like almost every line of dialogue Gene has is a hard joke. Yeah, but it's not everything else is like circumstance driven. Th- you know what's interesting is like situational comedy. Yes, if you will. They're, like this show does a really good job of having things be funny through lines of dialogue and interaction and, and less like joke jokes, you know? Yeah. Whereas like it is weird going back and watching like well, it's weird going back and watching any older sitcom, especially ones from like, you know, uh, the early uh, or like mid aughts and like a speak mm-hmm. specifically thinking about like 30 rock where like every line in 30 rock is a joke, right? Right. It is not a, the, the comedy in that show is not, is, is from like the characters, but less from their interactions and more from like every line they say is a joke. Like yeah, wordplay kind of like, In fact, we were just watching it before we started this and Tracy said something like, 
like, destroyed your show, I came in on a white horse, which you made me keep in the lobby. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, like, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every single line in that show is a joke, and it's, like, sometimes off-putting in a, like, way when, like, yes, a, couple yes. a couple times recently... Uh, because, like, you know, Tina Fey sucks in some ways and, and right. that, sh- you know, can be racist and shit. But, like, when it, like, I've seen, like, compilations of that come up recently on, like, TikTok or whatever. And, like, it is a little off-putting to be like, why are none of these people talking to each other? They're all just saying jokes yes. at each other. You know, it's right. sort of weird. Like, that's why it's funny, but also why it can you be off-putting. You almost have to, like, put on, like, a pair of goggles to watch that show. Yeah. Like, I think it is very funny. Um, and of course there's certainly like problems with it, but like, yeah, you, you have to like attune your sensors to like jokesville. Right. And then as opposed to, and you also, it's rare that you get like a laugh. Like you're almost more like your, your comedy calculator is running and you're like, yes, that checks out. Yeah. You're like (laughs) funny, funny. Yep. That one was good. Yeah. That one was good. (laughs) Yep. 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 Whereas then like, like a Bob's burgers is more of a, I'm laughing because of the weird, characters and the weird interactions and there's less like i'm delivering this line and this line is a joke you know uh-huh. whereas even, you know and i guess like shows like 30 rock aren't, aren't around as much or i guess they're i don't know because i'm thinking of like like the office and other shows like that relied more on the comedy of the cutaways to the interviews right. to sort of give context for the jokes. Well, I would I would say like a Wet Hot American Summer has at least like a That's similar true. vibe where like they they will only ever do the funniest thing. Yes, a- and and at some points that is at the expense of like reality. Yes, um, whereas that is kind of Thirty Rock's mo as well. But even even Wet Hot has like kind of a. Th- through line in a story and you just kind of take like goofy like garden pathways to get there yes yes um all that to say uh, i don't know why we started talking about that but this bob is is more of like a like a play like right. a sitcom yes yes, yes 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 more like a sitcom um good characters fun characters animation i don't know i feel like i'm ready to give it a rating yeah 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 let's see what's unit of measure mine's gonna be uh, Mine's going to be, uh, I'm trying to think of something that's not just from the re- couple, like, first season episodes I saw recently when Charlie and I were watching it. I'm going to, you know what? I mean, I did it for the game. I'm just going to say mine's going to be burger, Burgers of the Day. All right? Yeah, that's a good one. I'm I was going to make it simple. something kind of, like, uh, high level like that. Um, Burger of the Day. Mine will be, um like end credits scenes where gene is wearing the burger costume great because yep. just i i think maybe every single one he is mm-hmm. like though that's sort of like white void that they're in that yes. is the restaurant but for some reason it's white you know yeah like, he always just sort of like walks in from the side and i he he looks as though he's going somewhere he's walking from like right to left like yeah. toward where they would have like I want to say like the ice. Yeah, it's the like freezer by or the something. like make table. Like he's walking like to the left of where you would prep a burger. So I don't know where he's going with such and why is like he, conviction. Yeah, and why is he wearing the suit right now? You know, like that that belongs outside. Go sell right. some burgers. You know. Yeah. All right, I think I'm gonna give it a solid. I you know what I'm gonna give it like a three. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a yeah. I'm gonna give it a solid three. A solid three. Maybe a three and a half. Yeah, well, keep your three because I was thinking as high as a four. Great. That's good. So, That's good. We, uh, we've been coming in a lot on that recently. Like, you're just one higher than me. Yes. What's yeah, going yeah, yeah. on? Why do we never agree anymore? <laughs> um, I, I, uh,. A thing that's giving it points besides my things I've hit on about like music and design and things like that is also like I really like this and I really like Star Wars. Sure, 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 sure. Like sure. I'm giving it the like I like it point. The mic, the mic bump. All right, yeah, I'll give it. Uh, there, there you have it, folks. So, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can hmm. find us at House of Roses on Twitter and Instagram. Send us an email at a good podcast at gmail.com. Um, That's right. Mike, tell them. And hey, yeah. it wouldn't kill you to go and check out our Patreon at patreon.com no. slash how Star Wars is it? Oh. We, uh, we do a weekly bonus episode that's yeah. about a half hour long, and then every month we also release a commentary track for a different Star Wars movie. So that's you true. Can watch along and hear us talk the whole time. Um, and it's fun. This, this and be uh, sweaty and take breaks. Yes. <laughs> um, you will hear us doing, uh, if you 
this month, as this comes out, you'll hear uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you can also hear what we were talking about right before we recorded this episode. Uh, that's true. About going back to school. And, and that's um, all we talked we about. we live in a simulation. <laughs> yes, that's also true. <laughs> um, we, uh, and, and it's only $5 a month to get all of that stuff. Of course, you can give more. You can also give less and just join us on Discord. But um, I don't know. We, we were saying, like, you know, those commercials of, like, for the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can sponsor, like, a child in another country or whatever. We're not even that. No. We're a cup of coffee, like, every month. Yeah, and tre- if it's, like, a fancy one, it's even less than that. Yeah. And if it's not a fancy one, maybe it's two cups of coffee. But get us the whole month. Treat yourself <laughs> to a latte. That's us. We're every yeah. month. Get a star, house to visit a latte. And uh, yeah. go, go over there on the Patreon. Let's have fun, okay? <laughs> That's what we should change it to. It should be called the house star visit latte. Yeah, not the Hiss you, the house star visit latte. Yeah. Well, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about time to tell you bye-bye. Yeah, so like, I would say it is probably about time for Tubby Bye Bye. That's right, Mike. Don't talk any slower. Like <laughs> we always say, we love, love you. you. And, and may, may the, the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, man, I got to go.